This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304s so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. with this uh, audio, but we'll get through it. Eventually. Jersey, Judah, back. Thank God it's Friday, Friday morning. Another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Still working out problems with this phone, the audio. Audio's been pretty retarded. 
I've been trying to download a couple of apps to make things better, but it almost made things worse. So I'm sticking to what I have at the moment. I wanted to talk about briefly before we get into uh, Replicant Fish and Gavin McGinnis for this episode. Why erasing history doesn't do anything but make folks dumber. Erasing history doesn't do anything but make people dumber. Why do I say this? There's this content creator I was listening to. I ain't going to mention his name. There was a content creator I was listening to. And he talked about how he's a black. He black. He black. Uh, he was talking about how these Confederate flags and these Confederate uh, soldiers, these these soldier statues should be torn down. And I'm saying to myself, what does that solve? You do know it already took place, right? It is a part of history. Like, what would happen if all these statues disappeared, right? Then what? You guys would just move on as if none of it existed? But then there's the sensitive people, the hypersensitive people that just aren't willing to accept what happened during a previous time that they're not living in. What the? How many times a nigga got to remind me about slavery, about white supremacy? As if we in fucking, um, you know, as if we're in the Jim Crow laws and shit, the Jim Crow era. What the? What a mess. That's all I can say. But people want this. People just want to erase history. It's like with Germans. It's like the Germans, what the Germans did, from what I remembered. It's like what the Germans did back when, like, when the war ended. <clears throat> they just wanted to go on and not acknowledge, you know, the acts that was taking place um, against those who were non-Aryan, which were the Jews, the Russians, the Polish and anybody else that was caught up during those times with all the invasions. They want to forget about the Holocaust. But see, you don't have Jews saying you don't. And this is the thing. You don't have Jews talking about wanting to forget the Holocaust. It's a part of history. It's one thing I'll give them credit for. I'll give them a lot of credit. I don't have a problem with the Jews per se. But they they acknowledge and they talk about the Holocaust. And what's crazy about it is they have very little have hatred. Most of them have no hatred about it. It's just a part of history. It's an unfortunate time in history. They're able to talk about it and get through it. Right? With the blacks, even when it comes to like civil wars, big deal, right? For for the blacks. Civil War is a big deal, but they're uneducated. They think the Republicans were the rebels. What the? They thought the Republicans were the rebels, the Confederates. Then they start doing their research. They go, wait a minute. 
there's certain things within the history books that are not present. Not even that they were taken out of the history books. They didn't want to acknowledge it. You see what I mean? But then you have people today being front running by white liberals. A lot of the blacks. Oh, we got to get rid of this Confederate flag here. We got to get you're not going to get rid of the mentality. Oh, sure. You got the image. You got this flag taken down. You got this flag taken away. But you're still going to have you're going to have even more hatred. That ain't going to solve nothing. That's actually going to cause more problems. What the people don't think you got people that still want to fly that flag. I don't give a fuck about no fucking Confederate flag, meaning it doesn't offend me. Don't offend me one fucking bit. I'm just going to be honest. I know a lot of black folk down south, they fly the Confederate flag, too. So I don't I look. Do your fucking research. And if you think about it, I think that was a Tennessee. What's the original? Let's do Let's do a history lesson real quick. Actually, let's not because I don't want my phone to crash while I'm recording. I believe the original um, Confederate flag was a Tennessee. I think it was a Tennessee fighting flag or it was like the rebels in, in Tennessee, which they ended up using that flag as the actual confederate flag because there's the there's a original confederate flag i believe there's a original confederate flag and it doesn't look like the confederate flag you may know of today but that's to those who know their history do their research i don't get wrapped up in that keep all these confederate um white motherfuckers keep all those statues up we need all of them to remain up just as a reminder. And people hear that and they think, oh, well, you just want to be reminded of the negative. No, it's a reminder of where we're currently at today, looking at the conflicts and the things of the past. If people really sit back and think about it, we're not doing all that bad. I mean, well, the inflation and all that shit, I'm talking about racially black and white. We ain't doing all that bad. The people that don't want to deal with each other, they tend to stay away from each other. You see what I mean? It's just if you allow yourself to get caught up in what's going on in the media and the lies that they're trying to promote, turn this heat down a little bit or I'll turn it off. If you allow yourself to get caught up in the lies in the media, trust me. You're going to be angry. You're going to go out and march. Hell, you may go out there and even tear some shit up. What the? Off of what somebody else tell you. And this goes to the blacks. Y'all talk about who's cooning and who's this and that. You follow the media and all they do is lie to you. They get you in that. They get you in that mindset to want to go out there and do shit. Look at the situation with uh the the black man named Jordan. He black. Jordan in uh New York. He got choked out. And you know how these people, you know how they operate? I'm gonna tell you how they operate, right? This is top secret shit. The way they operate is when a when a major death 
when they just create a black, what I mean by that is they take a black man, a black man who nobody knows nothing about, and they turn him into a martyr. They turn him into a celebrity. Look at George Floyd. I'm not saying anything disrespectful about George Floyd. I'm just saying they took a black man that most people knew nothing about and pretty much described his entire life, getting everybody behind him and in the process creating this tension. The cop, I don't look at what he did as acceptable. The whole knee on the neck thing for a long period of time. But who the fuck knows? I ain't a cop. I don't give a fuck about him. They got these cops now going out here. Uh, checking how how far your tires are from the curb. This is the type of police work that goes on out here. I don't fucking respect uh, police officers. Not all of them, but most of them I just don't. Especially small town areas. Because these are areas that have little to no crime and these cops just go out there looking for people to harass looking for people to abuse power uh, abuse power uh, towards and I'm conservative so I, I'll just throw that out there I don't give a fuck about uh, a majority of the police because from my personal experience it's only been harassment and this sort of this tyrant, this tyrant force that just opposes themselves amongst you. They're not there when shit actually happens. They're on a response time. But before something happens or just on a random whelm, they'll be there eyeing you down. Don't matter what race you are. But, you know, I'm black, so more, more so common to happen amongst the blacks. If you don't know, now you know, all right? But it's just quite interesting when people talk about, especially the blacks and whites too, white people, these white guilty, these guilty, and they're guilty by affiliation, the white Democrats, white liberals, they're guilty by uh, affiliation. So some of them know, you know, the Klan, well, the Democratic Party was responsible for that. But see, they're not going to talk about that up front. So it's like this is like the new age slave masters. They still have a control upon the blacks. Right. It started it started in it started in the fields. It ended in a fucking pillowcase because these people, you know cowards just like these other guys they go out here cause violence cause damage mask on these whites they go out there terrorize big cities and the media blames the blacks when it's actually a, a group of fucking dysfunctional whites with mask on what the and gloves they just they just compare them to blacks that's what they did in a lot of cases not all cases but definitely a lot of cases i will say Especially, I think, was it Atlanta? I want to say it was Atlanta. That happened in Atlanta. They they went out there, tore the fucking area up. The people, including myself, being honest, I'm thinking, damn, man, niggas is out of pocket. I'm thinking it's blacks. You know what I mean? I'm black. I can say that. I'm thinking it's the niggas, right? I'm like, oh, man. 
They showed the mug shots. I'm like, what the? Where are these people from? Legit. But the media, how they twist it, they just made you think it was a bunch of niggas. It's a bunch of blacks. I use niggas universally, but people know after a while when I say nigga, what I mean by it. You know, if I call Leonardo DiCaprio a nigga, that's because he does uh, niggerish things. You know what I'm saying? Only dealing with bitches um, under the age of 25. Yeah, that's that's some real nigga shit, man. And he has the means to do it. But anyway, outside of that, can't erase history. History happened. It's really starting to get to this sort of 1984 way of looking at things where it where it is becoming it's almost becoming a sin to research to know your history is a sin and like i said the new age slave masters which are which are not all but most white liberals they, their control over the blacks depends on their pandering you know their false promises that they constantly give to the blacks every four to eight years. And then when these people get in, I mean, little to no progress is made. There, there is no, we'll try again next time, even though that's what it always becomes long run. You can look at um, from, from Clinton, from Clinton to Obama, really. From Clinton to Obama, because I mentioned before, the blacks, they they worshipped Clinton the same way, almost the same way that they worshipped Obama previously. Legit. They worshipped Clinton, not not on the same level, but a step closer in the same way that they worshipped Obama. Meanwhile, Bill Clinton incarcerated the most blacks in a presidential term, and Obama did more for the gays and the lesbians than the black community. That's all. That's a fact. These so-called pro-blacks, they don't want to talk about this. They don't want to talk about that. That's going against the grain for them. They know they know majority of their family, majority of their community damn near idolizes the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just sickening. You be that one person to stand out and go, yeah, I don't really fuck with him like that. And have no, have no, like, hate towards it. I don't, I don't necessarily hate Obama. I mean, I can be honest, if there is hatred for anybody, it would have to be Joe Biden. Lord forgive me. If there's hatred for anybody in this country, it would it would probably be Joe Biden. Yep. Joe Biden. Everybody else, like, all right, Obama, he's black, so you know, people are always gonna look at Obama as as a black. Most most blacks are always going to look at Obama as 
some type of he's he's a representation of what's the way I can say this he's the representation of hope and change but that's all it is it's an appearance it's a gimmick it's a slogan it's no progress it's no action it's all words intellectual words from Obama but all words nevertheless that's really what it is. And the people that know what I'm talking about, they're going to remain silent about it because they don't want to acknowledge it. That whole change was all about appearance. Oh, this nigga's half black, so he a black. He black. Everybody voted for him. He, he went on Oprah, I think. He went on Oprah. And keep in mind, Oprah's the same person that also admired and did a lot of interviews with Donald Trump as well. Back when she was the one, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. I could be wrong when I say this, but if I'm not mistaken, she's one of the hosts that asked Trump, when was he going to run for president? Because people just assume, and this is the great thing about this country, if you think about it, right? Trump was surrounded by liberals. Trump did business with liberals. Trump probably had close friends who are liberal. A good example, guys, would be Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Another guy who was uh, close to Donald Trump at one point. And if you were to ask me, he would be the top pick, in my opinion, for a worthy Democratic, a Democrat opponent for Donald Trump. That's just my opinion. But they're siding with Biden and it ain't looking good. And Biden going to put y'all niggas back in the chains. Remember, he said that about Trump. I'm saying that about Biden. You can hold me to that. Trump. I mean, Biden going to put y'all niggas back in the chains. Biden going to put the market back into the toilet. You know it. I know it. It's time to wake up. That's all. Just wake up. Just realize what's going on. Know what the fuck you're voting for. That's the problem. And we're going to get into that later on tonight. Tonight's recording. I got some time now. But tonight we're going to go over that from Doc Rich. The uh, Chicago residents, they're not feeling the the environment. They're not liking the vibes right now. Matter of fact, where's the serious music at? They're not signing up for this shit. They're not enjoying the vibe right now, right? They're feeling it. The illegal aliens are coming in. Um, They had some story where I'm not sure it was Illinois. It was probably somewhere else. It was another area where they were just dumping off illegal immigrants. In the black communities, they took one school. I think it was a school, if not a community center, and they turned it into like arresting area for illegal immigrants. And the blacks ain't having it. But at the same time, you were siding with Biden. What the? Now you got to deal with the consequences and so does everybody else. Congratulations. Let's give you a hand clap, actually. Hold on. Let's give you a round of applause. Stupid. You know what I mean? 
Siding with Biden. Look at that. No good, man. Just no good. Just look at him. He's just no good. <laughs> look at Trump, right? You just see an arrogant asshole piece of shit that's a leader, right? He has he has the fucking um like he he has the personality of a leader, right? An arrogant, cocky piece of shit asshole cuss out the reporters because they deserve it stand up for what is right go against the fuckery that is taking place in this country right now Donald Trump going along with it signing up for the bullshit blaming everything on white supremacy like most Democrats do Joe Biden the same person who's a former white separatist affiliated with suspected so-called white supremacists and has no care and consideration for the black community. If you having trouble figuring out whether to vote for him or Donald Trump, then you ain't black. Yeah, that sounds like a white guy, a white politician that cares about the black community. Or how about this? Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Oh, that sounds like somebody who cares about the black community, right? 1977, claiming that he didn't want his kids to grow up in a racial jungle, a.k.a. an integrated school with black and white children, because this is how these people were thinking back in the day. You can't change that, and and society can't change it. They want to rewrite history for this very reason for all of the true information that I'm bringing up about a Joe Biden, who is the current president. So all this research, it's not hidden. That's the problem. It's out there. All you got to do is find it. Then you'll know the two, the true politician, which is Joe Biden. And I, like I said before, the alpha, the leader, um, Someone who knows what to do with the country, someone who's done that previously, besides the cough, cough lockdown, which turned into a disaster and they try to blame it all on Trump. Right. Even though he was right about the China virus, that's what it is. You want to call it the Wuhan virus? Where's Wuhan at? You know what I'm saying? Shut the fuck up. Where's Wuhan at? Why don't we get mad about uh, the West Nile virus? From the Nile River, they black. We don't get we don't get offended by that. We don't get offended by the fucking Spanish flu. For Christ's sakes, what the fuck is going on? People are so sensitive, and they're so they're like they're selective with how sensitive they are. Because Biden has been saying some out of pocket shit. For decades, guys, he's been saying out of pocket shit for decades. And y'all just went right over that. Like, oh, yeah, Trump's the white supremacist. Trump's the racist, though. You know, we're going to blame everything on Trump. Oh, Trump can't get back in the office, even though we're like nearly at World War Three. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says when it comes down to the situation that the Ukraine and Russia's in. 
if Trump was in office, things would have went down night and day. There would probably been little to no casualties that took place. Because Trump was pretty solid at one time with, with Putin, and that made a lot of people nervous. But then, like I've said it before, I proved it. Like, Russia's a, uh, Russia's a, a area, a country you just don't fuck with at all. You do not deal negatively with those people. They're out here in the wintertime wrestling bears, taking ice baths and shit. Negative 10 degree weather. Like, what tough? What the? We don't want them as enemies. You think we're, what do you think we are? Germany? Nazi Germany? You think we're going to go head to head with Russia? Get the fuck out of here, man. We got to cut this shit out right now. We got to cut. And Biden, all these guys, they're warmongers. They want the war. They want it secretly. They wanted it the whole time. They wanted a conflict under Trump so they can just blame everything on Trump and say, hey, this is why we shouldn't have, you know, people in these, you know, because it's all establishment shit, right? Like these niggas are all part of the establishment. Besides Trump, like that's 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 the crazy part about it. Besides Trump. Everybody else is established, right? So when you get Trump coming in and he's just letting shit fly. He's just telling he's just telling you like it is these these so-called uh, political people. They can't tolerate it. They're used to being lied to. What the you you used to hearing the same thing from both sides, the left and the right, the Democrats and the rhino Republicans, the weak minded, pathetic weasel Republicans. Not all, but those those guys are the worst. Because they they'll bend and fold right along with the with the liberal with just a radical liberal agenda right now. The radical liberal agenda. And it's no mercy. You know what I mean? They want to incorporate everybody, but by incorporating everybody, they secretly divide everybody. You ever realize that? Like, look at the people of color term. The people of color term for a black, we would just we would just say, oh, that's a black. Right. People want to use African-American. That's fine. I don't use that. You're a Negro. You're a black. You're an American black in the discussion from my perspective. Now. The the reality of the situation is, right. Everybody. That been brought together are secretly being divided. Look at the trans and look at the rainbow community. They divided very quickly when this shit started hitting the schools. Shit started hitting the schools. They they stepped back a little bit like, wait a minute. We don't want nothing to do with this. Y'all on your own. You know what I mean? The Bud Light situation, and I think this is now currently happening. I saw a clip. I just didn't feel like bashing these woke bitches. Like, it just becomes tiresome. Like, it's not even worth it anymore. But 
These woke women, they're taking over Miller Light now. They got women doing a Miller Light commercial. I saw bits and pieces of it. And here's the problem. Like, technically, it's it's not a bad advertisement. But the fact, it wasn't that they were women. This is the crazy, see, this is the mind blowing part about it. The commercial and advertisement wasn't bad because they were women. Bitches drink alcohol in the discussion. Bitches get turned up on alcohol random nights out of the week in the discussion. Makes perfect sense, right? It's the fact that it's a bunch of women saying that they're women and they do women shit, but they work for Miller Lite. That's all it is. And it's it's a disaster. If y'all want to look it up, y'all can look it up. Don't take my word for it. <laughs> is that a uh, reading rainbow? Don't take my word for it. Right? What a joke. You understand? It's a fucking joke. It's a travesty. They took everything over. Shit is no longer funny. It can't be funny anymore because funny is offensive. Everybody's sensitive. The corporations and companies just bought into the propaganda. So now they'll just add. They're going along with the go woke, go broke. They're not learning. What the? They, They are not learning from anything. They're just repeating the same mistakes. It's insanity. And they actually expect a different result. Suspicable. Anyway, you can't erase history. My whole premise is of this whole rant from the beginning. You cannot erase history. These guys want to rock the Confederate flag. I can literally give two fucks. As a black. As a nigga. I'll take I'll go as far as to say that. As a nigga, I don't give a fuck about a Confederate flag. Now, if it's a swastika, Nazi Germany flat, all right, I may have some issues, okay? There may be some problems, not going to lie. Confederate flag, y'all lost. Why the fuck would I give a fuck? I wasn't a slave. Why would I give a shit? But see, the people, because they're constantly reminded about racism from the left, they're reminded about racism on a day-to-day basis. So they live off of the being oppressed and being outsourced because of color. They live off of that. That's that's their life source. Okay? That's their life source. They live off of it. But regardless, slavery happened, civil war happened. Okay? Niggas in chains, that happened. Niggas are still in chains today. Niggas is still being incarcerated for child support. Nobody's really talking about that, right? Niggas are still being sold into slavery in Africa. Nobody wants to talk about that. These so-called pro-blacks don't want to talk about that. And how these black rulers and kings sold out the slaves to the Europeans and Arabs. They don't want to talk about that. What the? See what I mean? But we're just going to jump right into the bullshit, right into the fuckery. That was a long monologue slash rant. I would say it's legendary, but I'm I'm not sure yet. Let's get into uh, the fuckery episode 
Alright, so let me turn this phone sideways so I can read what the first video is called. Long title, by the way. The one thing women will never control is the same thing they want the most. And that is from Replicant Fish. The next video is called, Is It Possible to Have Negative Levels of Testosterone? Underscore Gavin McGinnis reacts. Shout out to Gavin McGinnis, by the way. He white. I think he's, um, I always thought he was Irish because like, you know, McGinnis, that just sounds Irish to me, but apparently it's Scottish. So I apologize. I think he's Scottish. I don't fucking know. I'm black. You know what I mean? It's funny because you never really think how non-regional black folks are. You ever thought about that? Like places down south is different because they have more like 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 in New Orleans, for example, there's a French, um, a Haitian, a Creole. There's there's a culture amongst their color with black. You're just black. Right now, you have family members who are other ethnicities. Blacks don't want to talk about that. It's a touchy situation. You know, the possibility that they have European in them, it's a nightmare. They can't handle it. You know what I mean? I already found out firsthand with a family reunion I went to. I already talked about that. That was a culture shock at its finest. That was that was the epitome of a culture shock. You go to a family reunion. You're my complexion. You black. Oh, you black, right? I think I had, I think my afro was actually bigger. My Amerifro, excuse me. My Amerifro was a lot bigger. I'm thinking, all right, man, I'm about to go down, see family members I never met, see family members that I haven't seen in a while, because a lot of family members knew me when I was a child that I didn't remember them. So I go down there, and it's a bunch of, Damn near light bright, damn near white, light skin, freckles, half Irish blacks. I'm like, what the? I told my mom, I'm like, mom, what the fuck? I didn't say that, but I'm like, what's going on? What is this? Who are these people? That's what I said. I said, I said, mom, who are these people at this family reunion that I'm at? This is supposed to be our family reunion, right? That's what I asked. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to be our family what are these other people doing here? And, I'm not, and this wasn't like racism. It was just curiosity. It's like, I'm blown away. Like, what are these so-called blacks? Because they damn near looked white. And I'm not, I lie to you guys not. Okay. Light, bright, damn near white. Blacks. I'm like, who are these people? What the? She's like, that's your family. And then she reminded me, you know, my grandmother, she did. God rest her soul. She did. But um, it, it reminded me that, oh, yeah, my grandmother was pretty fucking light skinned. Then I looked at all the other people. I'm like, damn, they actually do look like my grandmother. What the? But they were all uppity. You know, they 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 were half Irish. So they was there was a very. And this is where I learned about colorism. When I was young, I learned about colorism at that point. Within a family reunion. What the? That's how I knew black folks ain't shit. <laughs> That's how I knew black folks wasn't shit. 
I'm at a family reunion. We got we got half Irish, half Mick motherfuckers walking around, parading around and shit, strutting around. They ain't talking to us. They got their own. They had their own section. Look, yo, I'm telling you, you don't understand it until you go through it respectfully. As a black going to a family reunion and just seeing light skinned, damn near white folks there and how uppity they were. It was just it was mind blowing. I mean, there was a couple of them that were cool. I was talking to a couple of them. Like the kids and shit, because at that time, I think at that time I was like ninth or tenth grade. So there's a couple of people that I was talking to that were my age at that time. But it was just the separation, seeing it firsthand amongst black folks, not black and white amongst black folks, black folks separate from other black folks. And then being sort of programmed at that time to believe in the, all of the racism and bullshit that still goes on today that went on in the 60s. It's all bullshit. When y'all going to wake up? Anyway, we're going to go do Replicant Fish first. Then we're going to go do Gavin McGinnis. So let's get it. The one thing women will never control is the same thing they want the most. This is who I want. And the part about public arenas versus private arenas, like in terms of their careers, women have made progress. Like they're getting more equal pay. There are more women business owners, CEOs. So women are making decisions in business, but they're still not the ones making decisions in their own private lives and their relationships. So until somehow society... Like All right, let me pause that for a second. I wanted to pause it before I play this, but here we go. You dirty low down slut. One more time. You dirty low down slut. You know what I'm saying? Get the fuck out of here. Come on. Accepts women initiating and leading the entire relationship. Women will always be kind of meekly waiting for their Prince Charming in a, in a Charming. little castle with their hair sticking out the window. Damn. Wait, wait, wait. Mm, for your Women waiting. You dirty low down slut. You dirty low down slut. I got that from, and by the way, shout out to my cousin. Hopefully, hopefully this Sunday we'll be able to do, I'm, I'm going to try to do, like I said last week, I'm going to try to do a couple episodes with him. Um, an hour each, maybe an hour and 30 minutes each have two episodes just just ready to be out there um one of the videos that i wanted to go over with him was a video it was a clip from opie and anthony shout out to opie and anthony even though they no longer do radio they were um quote unquote shock jocks i still am a supporter of anthony cumia not so much gregory opie hughes i'm just saying but <clears throat> They did a video or they reacted to a video called it was something like my baby is black. It's from 1960 something. It's entertainment at its finest and it's racism at its core. Like this is, for example, let me let me show you all one of the other clips I got from this. A child that a nigger put in you is a stain. You hear that shit? Hold up. That a nigger put in you is a stain. You dirty low down slut. That's the same. <laughs> we gonna go through that Sunday. 
God willing, if things if things come as planned. If not, I'll go through it. We I'm gonna go through the motherfucking shit regardless. Hopefully, my cousin will go through it with me. Cause like honestly, it's the perfect person to react to this shit with. Cause there's my other friend, but he's but he's still he's still in Indiana. But even with him, I think the video would be too sensitive for him. So I don't think that would be good to react with him with it. Um, but I think my cousin would understand the humor of it, and I think that will work perfectly fine. But we're gonna talk about that when the time comes. But see these these women, man. They don't want control over their relationships. Think about how mind-blowing that sounds. A woman that already has control of the sexual aspect because she's the woman, she's the gatekeeper of sex, will also have the control over the relationship. She's going to cheat. She's going to treat the guy like shit. I'm guaranteeing you. She can't, she can't handle leadership in anything, especially a relationship have everything access to everything except one sweet thing that men will always have access to and what is it power of the sun that's good old commitment relationships and marriage because regardless of what women say many men understand the power we have in claiming a woman giving her a title kitchen wench suck it a snippet from lovepanky.com, okay, from an article about making men pursue you. Why make him chase you in the first place? It's a good question. She might not be worth it. Just a regular chick with high hopes. Chasing is a lost <laughs> art these days. Most girls have forgotten just how powerful this move is in getting a guy to pursue you and fall hard for you. So to manipulate men instead of just being decent enough to be liked. I am the table. But okay, if you can make a guy realize it's possible to date you while making it hard to achieve it, you'll make him desire you even more. What? It's more manipulation. Being decent isn't enough. Nah, she's got to trick a man to like her. Don't you love me? Yeah, how appealing. Evolution was built this way. This is the same logic that social media, video games, and anything else you find addictive use to perfection. The concept of believing there's something there for you at the end of the tunnel, even if it's surprisingly difficult to achieve. <laughs> that hope, women dangling carrots and fruits of hope in front of your face like you're some damn man mule. Bruh. And at every step of the way, you win a little something that keeps you motivated and driven. And what are they talking about? Validation. Oh. Male validation. Acceptance. To claim her. You see, we understand she's not yours, it's just your turn. But if a man were to ever take her off that carousel and claim her, this does rank up a woman. That's fucking ridiculous. Even with a sordid, messy, sticky, street history, street past. Making a garden tool into a wife. Taking her from the garden into the kitchen. Even for a garden tool, that's an upgrade. Even if she has no idea what to do in the kitchen. If you're a woman frustrated with today's hookup <laughs> culture, I just am reading this article right now called The Dating Apocalypse. From Hooking Eddie culture. And this part of it has just completely blown my mind. Hooking For culture. Women, the problem in navigating sexuality and relationships is still gender inequality. Young women complain that young men still have the power to decide when something's going to be serious and when something is not. Hold up. You dirty low down I got to record that in higher volume. That's what I have to do. But this is fine. The child that a nigga put in you is a stain. Yeah, that shit is foul. Yo. 
that's from 19, that's 1961, I think. Guys, yo, one more time, man. That's just ill, man. The child that a nigga put in you is a state. Yo. Yo. Don't fucking Crazy. Crazy. They can go, she's girlfriend material, she's hookup material. There's still a pervasive double standard. We need to puzzle out why women have made more strides in the public arena than in the private arena. Because of women. It's not because of men. Hookup culture doesn't exist because of us. Men just have fun. It's like, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. Pussy. Yeah. The men that are lucky enough to be smashing <laughs> a lot of women, yeah, they're having fun. They're not complaining. Nope. Why would they complain? The only time men smashing through women complain is when they're trying to find a wife and realize, you know what? She belongs to the streets. Wait a second, a lot of these... Wait a second, a lot of these chicks are... Oh my God, even though I've helped in making a lot of these women loose and stacking up their body counts. Gotcha. It's just made it more difficult for me to now want to find a decent woman because, damn, can I even trust them? Now that's some men's problem, that's some men's personal problem. But the point is, hookup culture is so prevalent because of women. It was traumatizing, yeah. Not because of men. Women control... He's about to say it. Women control access to sex. Women are the gatekeepers of sex. Men are supposed to be the gatekeepers of relationships. Are you a beta male? Beta! 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 But, but when those guys get their hands on a relationship, they let the woman control everything. And this is the type of women that they create. It's like when you give women... When you give a woman... It's the same... And I'm not trying to be offensive when I say this, but it's like... If you give a woman the ability to do anything, it's the same, it's almost the same reaction as getting a child to be able to do anything that that child wants. No restriction, nothing, no rules, no regulations, do what you want, leave your clothes everywhere, don't pick up after yourself. Don't present yourself in any reasonable fashion around people. Like, do what you want, right? What do you think is going to happen? So when the guys, the simps, the white knights, the cucks, the future cucks, they they went along with this shit earlier on. So it was already, they already seen the hellfire coming. They just didn't care. They just wanted the scraps. That's why you got OnlyFans where it's at. That's where you got guys paying for premium porn. Just a bunch of low lives. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Seriously, just a bunch of low lives. Men. And not all, not all, of course not all. But just a bunch of us. Just scattered around. Needed some of this iced coffee. Hold on. All these people just scattered around looking for scraps from these women and they've been passed around like a baton man right they've been passed around left and right sex but we control whether they're worthy to be deemed as wifey girlfriend or an actual full-blown wife it's in the public arena than in the private arena basically this has made me think about like the reason why it is so difficult to date as a woman is because everything, all of the control of the relationship is in the man's hands. 
right? Because the man is expected to initiate the dates. The man is expected to be the one to be like, oh, I want you to be my girlfriend. Like, And what she's saying and not even realizing it is the reason why the men have the men are the gatekeepers of the relationship. They're the ones that initiate everything that a woman will not do in most cases. She's not going out there approaching men that she's attracted to, initiating a conversation of any sort, unless it's in like a work environment or somewhere that she has the excuse of invading your space otherwise. You see what I'm saying? Like, it ain't gonna happen. So because the guys are the ones who initiate the dates, initiate the conversations, he would have some sort of control when it comes to the relationship or the interactions in itself. Why do I say that? Because bitches aren't paying for their own shit. They want a man to pay for their shit. So that guy has control in that ex- in, in, in that extent, right? Women, their control is sex. They weaponize sex. They weaponize their bodies. Even the result of sex, traditionally speaking, even the result of sex being the child, they'll waste no time weaponizing the child. Using the child against the father, using the children against a man, creating more weak-minded young men growing up, being taught by mostly women to begin with. They're all sensitive. They're not, they don't know nothing about manhood. They just know what they like out of men, but they know nothing about manhood. That's why these bitches, these strumpets, they'll deal with, you know, the thug or they'll deal with the person who doesn't have consistent income, but who just have an image. They know nothing about manhood. The men, for the most part, we know a woman who's feminine and we know a woman who's trying to be masculine or who has this persona to where she wants to do what men do. And she's not problematic like a man. She's she's no, she's not pragmatic like a man. She's problematic like a woman. Most women are problematic. Conversational wise, emotional wise. Sometimes when you're up, she's down. When she's up, you're down. And I brought this up before with the uh, childbirth crisis on the last episode that I was able to upload this morning, by the way, from last night. Um, that's a big part of why childbirth and families aren't being created. Two-parent households aren't being a thing anymore in this country is because there's zero compatibility. There's guys out there who are desperate enough to pay for OnlyFans. And there's women who's been through the ringer who are no longer suitable and who are no longer mateable as uh, long-term partners. That's it. That's, I mean, that's one of the big reasons. What you represent to a woman today would only break down to 
attend their profile, a bio, and the pictures you post. That's it. And as I always say, you know, modern dating is pretty much modern Darwinism. You know, survival of the fittest, only the strongest survive. Genetically, looks wise, financially speaking. If you're average, in most cases or in all cases, you're going to get little to no results. Or you'll run across the woman later on that dogged you like five, maybe seven years ago. And then they'll they'll have kids or they'll be fucked up in life. And then they'll finally look at you as an option. That's the ultimate slap in the face for a man, by the way. And I mentioned this before, but I why not mention it again? Anytime when you make progress as a man. And like those progress show physical results. It doesn't even have to be physical amongst yourself. It can be physical amongst your belongings. It's material, right? You get a car, you get a job, you make more money, and then you get old bitches trying to come back. It's the most offensive shit ever. Because at that point, if I was on a different path, if I was on a different spiritual path, I would just treat them like prostitutes. But I don't, and I and I, and I don't do that. And I wouldn't do that, but in a different, in a different spirit and in a different mindset, I would have. Because think about it, you as the man, that's just a tall tale sign. Like where you as a man, it's literally all about performance. It's all about performance. But the thing is with these women, at the very least, when I was dealing with them back in my day, Excuse me. When I was dealing with these women back in the day, I didn't have shit. I didn't have money. So that was the one thing that I had going for me. But when you start making money, you start making progress. And like people notice, especially old, you know, old friends, old women you dealt with in the past. Think about it like this. If you had nothing of those sorts going on, if you had no possession, if you had no job, if you had no car, if you were struggling, would they deal with you? Probably not. Right. So just look at it like that. That's how I look at it. Old friends. I've, I've came across just recently. Like I said before, in the previous episodes. Old friend from five years ago, then an old friend from. Then an old friend from like four years ago, a few weeks back. And it's just like, you know, oh, okay, yeah, they see, oh, you driving this now? Oh, yeah, well, what are you doing tomorrow? I just tell them I'm working. Oh, let me get your number. I'll put it down. I won't save it. I won't even save it. Just so they would get the point. Like, I don't, like, my thing is, like I said before, I've been through, I've been through little times by myself. So now I like to enjoy um, the good times by myself. The times I'm making progress, I want to do that by myself. I don't want to deal with people that aren't making any progress. And like I said, it ain't a race thing because a friend I talked about yesterday, he white. He white. 
No job, not working. What the? Only in America, guys. I'm telling you, only in America. A white. Imagine that. A white not working. What the? Ain't you in your late 20s? What the? Better get your ass out there, man. Too many opportunities for a white, right? I'm being facetious, joking a bit. Not really. But there's too many opportunities to not be working and to be out asking people for shit all day. Trust me, I've been there. I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> I'm speaking from experience. You're going to have to do something eventually. Look, I mentioned before, time time just goes by, man. We're already we're already near June. For Christ's sakes. I don't want to use that. Well, then again, I don't see that as bad. But uh yeah, we're already towards June. Just crazy. I put this video back, put this audio back for a reason. I mean, on accident, but I'm going to go back to where we were left off. Sadly, in modern times, 2023, these men are known as sassy men. Wow. Yeah, because they want women to pursue them. And there's nothing wrong with that. These men aren't sassy. Some men are sassy, but that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. A lot of men have learned and a lot of men are more cautious. A lot of single men would date. But it's like, no, woman, you make the first move. Then I'll know you're interested. All right, so that right there, to me, makes no sense. And I've already went through this before, which is why most men, like, there's no argument to what I'm about to say, right? Because this is why most men, in response to this, they go their own way. Or if they if they have that attraction towards women, they're pumping and dumping. They're establishing short-term hookups, and that's it. The, the women... In all of these situations, and this is the crazy thing about it, the same woman that would be out there just sleeping around, right, could be the same woman that has a dating profile claiming to look for somebody special. That's the raw, real, red pill, harsh reality, period. These women, even though they're sexually liberated, I did the air quotes, sexually liberated, They're not, they're not approaching guys. They don't have to deal as a woman, like just being 100% honest about the situation, right? As a man saying this for a woman, she hasn't, she has really nothing to do, but appear and then go through the guys that, that give her the attention that she knows because women know, they just know it, right? That's when like men started pointing out, okay, this woman's interested because of this, because of that. Like when guys started pointing that things out, started pointing those things out, that changed the game for a lot of bitches. But now the women today, if a woman is out there looking for a quote unquote someone special, right? She's still she's there's a I would say a 45% chance that she's still out there on Tinder or on Bumble or some other app hooking up with men, man. I'm telling you, swiping left and right. She could be talking to multiple guys because, like, you know, female dating strategies, you know, these places for women, Toxic Femininity 101, the Toxic Femininity Headquarters, which is 
female dating strategies. Um, <laughs> they they advertise the idea of a woman being with four to five guys and dealing with those guys, rotating those guys, and then at the end seeing which one is the better option. That's it's crazy, right? If you think about it, it sounds insane. But this is what women, not all, not all, not all, but these radical, progressive, feminist, feminazis, this is what they do. And they'll look at men as wallets. They'll objectify man from what he makes, but the man objectifies woman for what she is. That's the deep part about it, if you really think about it. Where, where a woman can objectify a man is where a man actually earns. So the man has to work and make a living to be objectified and be seen as some form of a high commodity to a bitch to be able to be get uh, to be able to get manipulated or whatever. You see what I mean? A man objectifying a woman is a woman putting herself out there as a hoe. And things going just like that. That's all it is. If a woman projects herself a certain way, like I said before, previously, um, if she presents herself like a hoe, right? Ass out, titties out, in the public, right? And if a guy approaches her in a foul sort of like, damn, you look fine, look at that ass, all that shit, and you got everything hanging out, you shouldn't be offended by that. You're getting the energy, you're getting the low frequency, the 304 frequency energy. That's the 304 frequency. You go out there looking like a hoe, a nigga gonna treat you like a hoe. That's just how shit works. Right? I mean, it, it sounds it sounds fair, right? What a mess. A lot of men will say, oh, I want a woman to come up to me and ask me out. But that's that's not I can tell you from experience like that is a turn off to men. Men want to be the chasers. It's not a turn off to all men. That's not true either. It's very hard to say this, but she's right. Some ways and replicant fish is right in other ways. This is how it goes. Because of your actions, the women, modern women, not all, not all, not all, but most are the ones that put themselves out there on TikTok and social media. Y'all, y'all project that sort of hateful, mean, ruthless, reckless, disrespectful, disenfranchised. people you project that right and what happens is the men who are just trying to you know find a woman take a woman out you know because there's still guys who do that oh i just want to take a woman out like all right you giving a bitch a free meal she not showing any interest to you you have never had interactions with a woman to that extent so you're probably on the fifth, sixth date and you're just trying to figure out, you know, when does anything happen? Never. You're being played like a fiddle. OK, the end.
But anyway. How many he is to all men no it's not and so because men are the chasers they're they're the ones benefiting from hookup culture because they're the ones that can dictate like oh i want this relationships to be on my now keep in mind once again the experience of a female is so two-dimensional that she doesn't realize that the men that she's talking about who has that control are only 20 percent 10 to 20% of men have that level of control to where they can choose what stipulations and with what woman he wants those stipulations with. The women, on the other hand, who participate and who initiate the hookups, which in a lot of ways initiates the hookup app, is the women, the thoughts, the 304s, the slores, the tramps, the scallywags, the hoochie mamas, the busy bodies, and all those other hoes. They 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 have control over that. Guys don't 20 10 to 20 percent of guys have they don't even have control over it. They just have full access to the hookup to the hookup culture. These men who are in high places doing things, 10 to 20 percent of them are even just the guys who are attractive. Which that can vary from someone um, high class or someone middle to low class. Right? The urbanized Chads, the Pookies, the Ray Rays from the projects. Those are the guys who could, in fact, have full access to the hookup culture. Now, here's the problem. The women, on the other hand, they can essentially be nothing, really. They can be land wells. They can be shaped like trash bags. They can have any shape that they want, talk any way that they want, and still get a simp or somebody trying to fuck her. That's the facts. That is dating apps in a nutshell. So the small percent of women who claim to be lonely and claim to not to be able to find a man, it has nothing to do with the selection. It has everything to do with their unrealistic expectations. The end. That's the dating crisis in a nutshell. Men who just want to find a woman and the men who are doing what they what they're supposed to do. They're the guys who aren't going to be distracted by just a modern woman doing regular, you know, hood rat retarded shit. Like guys guys won't even participate with that. Guys will try to get as far away from that type of environment as possible, especially if you're a black. Especially if you're a black. And this is what I want out of it and this is who I want. Yeah. It's not just hookup culture, sadly. The women that have their fun after they, you know, whole phases the men that wife those women up and marry those women sadly even though they're giving the women a title those men are still losing out because oh they're getting cupped they're never going to get the best of the woman no 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 no. they're going to get cupped it's not even about the best or the worst from the woman it's the status with the woman they're not going to have any reaction they're not going to have any sex any passion that she's had with the multiple men that she's had with in the past that's a fact. 
These women, like I've said before, they lose the ability to pair bond. That's a fact. All these women going out here being sexually liberated, they're setting themselves up for failure. And that's a fact. There's enough women that I've went over, women who are over 50, women who are over 35, women who are over 40, regretting the sexcapades that she had in the past, all of her good times, right? Her pretty much being ran through, treated like shit, but she was happy at that time. This is why you don't feel sorry for these women. At that time, she wasn't thinking. She's happy for herself. She don't give a fuck. Why would she care? She ain't thinking about the future. She don't. A lot of women don't really. They, it's like short term benefits. That's all they want. They want things now. The long term consequences, they don't even want to think about it until it happens. And then it's like, all right, play victim, blame men, all the defense mechanisms that's possible in a woman's spirit at that point. She's going to use it all. Oh, it's the men that treated me bad. Look at the old washed up porn stars we talk about. Despicable. Y'all were getting sperm splashed, anally annihilated. Y'all was getting fists and arms being put up your vag. Y'all shit was that tore up. Just absolutely despicable. And then just for y'all to sit back and play victim at the end of the day, it's repulsive. It's despicable. But because they're women, all these all these guys too, weak minded guys. Oh, but she a woman. Yeah, she a woman that signed up to get sperm splashed by four or five gentlemen. You're right. She's a woman, but she's also a 304. Okay? She's a woman, but she's also a 304. She's also a a slut, all right? And she's a harlot, okay? But she a woman. Oh, she played victim at the end of the day. Look a lot of Rose. Look all these other washed up porn stars, man. I got to mention these people so you understand, right? This isn't to shame these people. They already did what they did. They got to live with that. Fuck it. You know what I mean? They put themselves in at the same time. Like I said, they put themselves out there, especially these women. They put themselves out there for the short term benefits just to make money. And just to have so-called clout and attention. Other than that, these motherfuckers ain't doing shit. Then they have a nerve to have children. You know what I mean? Pray for the children. Sincerely, pray for the children. Mom's a goddamn cocksucker. Can't I can't believe this shit. Whole career from sucking cock. Then she gets to a point where sucking cock doesn't make her money anymore. Because she's old, she's no longer attractive like she used to be, realistically speaking, right? All of a sudden, she's the victim. This guy took advantage of her. That guy took advantage of her. At the same time, every other bimbo, tramp, and harlot is saying the same shit. And they're in the porn industry saying this, signing paperwork to do everything that took place. Because if it was that big of a deal, they would have got legal action. But they realize they can't do that. So what do these women do? Play victim. What these women do now? Play victim. Victimhood mentality. Gotta be the men's fault. Gotta be the director's fault. 
or just with modern women, gotta be the ex-boyfriend's fault, gotta be the ex-husband's fault. No self-accountability whatsoever. Despicable. Anyway, we're gonna move on to this uh, low T fella, this low testosterone fella, who apparently got divorced. I don't know, Gavin McGinnis was talking about it. I saw like the first 30 seconds, I thought it was funny. So we're just gonna use it, let's get into it. Um, I want to slightly pivot here, speaking of bad guys, and talk briefly about the state of men today. I was going to include this in feminism, and it's not really linked to the shooter, but along with the disgusting parasites that try to make, make political money, political gains off of dead bodies, there's also these pathetic, weak men. Now, there's good, strong men that are not mentally ill, that don't shoot up places, and we'll get to those momentarily. But Josh Lacash was covering this. He scooped me. But look at this guy. Look at how much he talks about himself. Look at his fucking hair. And let's listen to his terrible life. I'm Carl. I'm 31 years old. I have a 17-month-old son. And I just got a divorce. Don't worry. We still love each other. Maybe I'll go through all that later. I've decided to do Hold up. Are you beta male? Beta! 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 <laughs> the groundbreaking thing where while I go through this new moment in life, I've decided to make a TikTok and talk about it. And maybe you'll be... So... Let me just be honest when I say this. Immediately, the first thing I'm thinking is... Is this guy... And look, it's just a question, right? Is he straight? Is he like, is he trying the whole women thing out for the first time? Because a guy who's talking like that, he's not in control of his relationship. His woman's in control of his relationship, which is why the woman filed for divorce, right? Let's just throw that out there. Just like I said earlier. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that something? Because, hey, these women, they want to be in control of the relationship. They can stay because they they've been told that they can control everything else. So why not the relationship? They already control the access to sex. So why not control the access to the relationship? But here's another problem. Some of these women, if they were to do that, they will never find any partner they would just go through guys left and right and what i mean by left and right i mean they'll get into a so-called relationship for six months at a time year at a time but she's on to the next one and going to the next one she brings the conflicts from her previous relationship so the more the older she gets the more conflict she has the less attractive she is and the more of a mess she is to deal with I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm black. I'm just saying. Interested in the things that I'm going through. But, what are these things you say? Well, but, um, they're uh, ma- trying to redefine my life. What's my style? What do I like to do? Stop. <laughs> what? What's my style? You have a newborn. A 17-month-year-old. You're a new father. You're about to embark on that journey and you decide, no, 
I'm going to take away a father from this child. By the way, heart, one of the hardest times as a, as a parent is the baby years. It's fucking exhausting. You get no sleep. Now it's all on you now. You have to look over, look after the baby. What's, what's he going to do? Maybe get it for an hour while she goes and runs errands, gets a haircut, and she's pumped a bunch of milk for him to buy a few minutes for herself? What a disgusting piece of shit. And his takeaway, first of all, you shouldn't be vlogging this. You should be trying to fix it, A. B, uh, if you are going to vlog it, we should be hearing about how terrible this is and how you're trying to fix it. And see, the last thing anyone wants to hear about is this asshole's style. Can you imagine you tell your friends, yeah, I, I got divorced, so the kid's with her now. I guess it won't have a dad. Anyway, what do you think of this? Uh, we'll get to that in a second. What'd you just say about the baby? <laughs> Go ahead. How am I going to uh, try and date women while I have a 17-month-old yeah, son? That's and first priority. And you know, living in New York City. Oh, I live in New York City. Cheapest place in the universe. It's great. So if you like a little bit of men's style, a little bit of things that I think about when I'm high, uh, and a lot of bit of self-discovery. High? What is he high off of? What do you guys think it is? I think this nigga smokes meth. This white, this white, this white guy, this white nigga, right? This nigga's off of crystal meth or something. He definitely gives off tweaker vibes. Very, like, weird. You know, I don't even know, man. He ain't smoking a weed, though. Oh, he's smoking Sherm. Sherm head. Follow along. I'm sorry, that's someone who needs their a duster. I don't, I don't... That's a duster right there. He's dusting. I don't often link dusting. beating someone's ass. Like... With uh, Brian Levin, when I was yelling at him on the phone, Maddie goes, I hope you didn't threaten him or anything. Like, the guy, that, that you get into legal trouble. I'm like, threaten him? I don't want to physically hurt him. I I don't like that he makes up shit and he's, in, he's, he's misinformed and he's on CNN saying dumb shit, posting articles. And, uh, but, like, want, that, I might as well want him to have cavities. Like, why would that those two don't have anything to do with, with each other? That guy, I think he needs his ass kicked, not because I'm feeling this contempt and I want to hurt him, but he clearly has never had his ass kicked, and it would be good for him. Two types of men in the... I mean, like I said, just his voice alone. I mean, he, he's he's weak, man. He's a weakling. His wife probably ran the household. Wife probably had access to his money. Anything and everything that you can imagine going wrong went wrong with that relationship just by hearing the man's voice. What authority? What foot can you like seriously think about it? This is why a lot of these guys today, they're weak guys like this who are younger, who are being taught by a majority of women to be kind and considerate, they'll get taken advantage of. They'll get used and abused. I'm telling you, man, this is this is how it happens. Now he's without all those things, without even knowing he's free, without even knowing. What the? He's free and don't even know it. 
Ain't that something? Ain't that sad if you think about it? He's free and doesn't even know it. Whatever thoughts he had about that woman, about that marriage, it, it no longer exists. Now, you got a child that you got to take care of that nine times out of ten, the bitch is going to definitely drill you. Child support wise. It's over. Okay? <laughs> you dummy. Dumb fucking Hold up. Dumb fucking you know what I mean? Dummy. What an idiot. You got that to deal with. But other than that, I mean, you pretty much got a clean slate. Hopefully you learn, which probably most of these guys don't. That's the sad part about it. They'll get divorced for essentially allowing their their wives, their women to just run things. And then he thinks he has it good. Oh, no, she's looking for better options. She probably cheated on it. There's a lot of things you can use to how his situation turned out the way that it is. Like I said, his voice alone. Men who've been punched in the face, men who haven't been punched in the face. And as I've said many times, if you want to be a real man, you have to break a heart, have your heart broken, beat the shit out of someone, and have the shit beaten out of you. Until then, we can tell. Those of us who have had those four, when we see you, we go, yeah, no, you've never done it. And then here's another perfect example of this. I killed Seth Rogen's dog, as I told you earlier. I left, I, I left poison in doggy treats on the route where he walks his dog. Now, this is a guy, by the way. Go to the email, Ryan, and show us that picture where she's got the dog in a baby backpack. This is the guy who said, I don't want kids. I have no interest in kids. That's ki I seen kids. I don't see what is so... Um, fascinating about them. My wife is super glad she never had kids. She has no interest in children. Me and my wife agreed. This person right there has no interest in having kids. Seth, it's your cowardice. And it rubbed off on her because women are agreeable. <laughs> yeah. So go back to the ridiculous article of him and his child. Jesus. Again, cannot make it this clear enough. This guy said, I don't want kids. We said goodbye to our perfect girl, Zelda, on Thursday, May 4th. Zelda. She was almost 14 years old. Wait a minute. Thursday, May 4th. Isn't that when I was... Yeah. Holy shit. That's when I was bitching about him. Wasn't it? Tuesday, I did my first thing where I said, Seth Rogen sucks. And then Friday, <laughs> I went, oh, my God, I missed a bunch of shit about him. Oh, so shit. The, the day after his dog died, within hours, oh. I was on this site further explaining why he sucks shit. Anyway, so go back to the article. Um, she was almost 14 years old. She was truly. Look, I don't necessarily feel the same way, per se. I do know about these Hollywood types. I will say that. I do know about these Hollywood types. And I'm not really fans of them as human beings. I'll just be honest with y'all. I don't I don't participate in the uh, idolatry, the idol worship of human beings. I'm just saying. So
like certain Hollywood celebrities, I can just care less for besides their entertainment value. Like, I don't care about who you vote for. I don't care about what you ate today. I don't care about how much you lifted at the gym. Like, I just don't give a shit. That's just me, though. No disrespect. I just don't. I can care less. The other people, otherwise, they follow you on Twitter. They follow you on Instagram. They follow your pages on Facebook. It's like me. Eh, I can do without it. I don't know. Special. Oh, no, sorry. This is his wife, the one with the backpack saying this. She was truly the most special, magical creature. She taught us about love, (laughs) resilience, strength, and kindness. She taught us those things. By the way, I'm reading CNN and there's typos. We loved her more than (laughs) words can describe. Everyone who met her saw what a unique little puppy she was. She'd stare into your soul with her gigantic buggy eyes. Now, isn't that scary to just just to just think that they weren't talking about a child. They weren't talking about a human being. They're talking about a dog. Okay. now, look, I get it. People love dogs. I admire dogs. I admire animals. I don't love them. It's a very distinct separation of the two, from my opinion. I like lions, right? I think lions are fascinating animals. Do I love them? No, they don't love me. They're not going to want to embrace me and pet me if I show up in front of them. What the? But I like them. Dogs? Yeah, I like dogs. Some dogs. Specific. Huskies are cool. Pimples, ah. Rout rollers, Little small dogs, poodles and shit. Nah, I can't stand them. Huskies, St. Bernard's, like, like big dogs, right? They're cool. But I'm not, like, uh, emotionally attached. But I understand those who get emotionally attached. But when they lose an animal, when they go on social media and have, like, a three-paragraph about their dog and all that, it's just very weird for me. I don't know. So judgmental, oh really, that when she sho- when she loved you, you really know you earned it, and it made you feel like you had won. Hmm, doesn't sound like you're trying to anthropomorphize, I always have trouble with that word, uh, an animal and make it into, say, I don't know, a little girl, like say, maybe a daughter? Is that what you were trying to do with Zelda there? No, you don't want a daughter. You're glad you didn't have kids, phew. <laughs> All right, now let's transition. One more time. What the hell was that? Anthropomorphize. No, I don't believe that. Anthropomorphize. Do you get a human saying it. Anthropomorphize. All right, so there's that. I thought it was kind of funny. It's like you see the guys, like you see, like you see men. It's like, and it's really sad. It's pathetic. You see men who are traditionally, they're supposed to be in control of the things that they got going on within their lives. Even when things aren't going well, they're still in control, right? They still have things that they can do to better the situation, so on and so forth. There's no sitting back. 
going into a cry closet, you know, do it on your own time. You know what I'm saying? Like, but there's no like breakdown in front of everybody. You know, like it's just as a man, it's weak. Guys going on, and this guy, this not not Gavin McGinnis, the other guy, weak. Just it is possible. I guess this guy does have negative level testosterone. It's ridiculous. And just like, and just notice the emotion and the ego of a woman, right? The emotion and the ego of a woman. I'm going to break it down quickly. The emotion of a woman being to go out there and just talk about your problems and want sympathy from others. Oh, I just had this divorce. I have this child. I don't know what to do. That's just like women shit. That's the emotion. That's the ego of a woman. To talk about your problems and expect others to care and to even help you out. That's the ego of a woman. Not all women, but generally speaking, yeah, that's the ego of a woman. Because she'll be the first one to tell you about your problems. But if you tell her about your... She'll be the first one to tell her or tell you about her problems. But if you tell her about your problems, you're looked at as weak. Ain't that something? What the? Interesting. Weird. It's weird. Morning episode. Now it's the afternoon. Hour and 33 minutes in. Very nice sized episode to start off this Friday with. It looked like it's going to rain, which I ain't going to be mad about. Gives me excuse to not cut the grass. Didn't really plan on doing that to begin with. I'll pretty much do that next Monday. Hopefully I can do it next Monday. Still got some uh, air filters that I got to replace at this job today. Along with a few other things. But I'm going to definitely do something towards uh, sunset, nightfall, right? Sunset, more or less, not nightfall. But uh, around 7 o'clock, I'm going to record more political. Like I said earlier, we're going to be talking about the Chicago situation. The black residents of Chicago are now protesting this alarming rate of immigrants that are pretty much being welcomed into the black communities pretty much take over the black community and it's not going to end well, but we're going to get into a video about that and how pretty much they voted all of this in by voting with Biden. They asked for everything that's taking place. But as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and definitely until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition. I thank God it's Friday edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.